Don't you just love it when people have lots of ideas? Well, this week we have Bunny Yan, who's going to be talking to us about the left side of fashion and issues surrounding personal branding, sustainability in fashion and edutainment. Wrapped up, of course, in technology and positivity. You will enjoy. Hello, Bunny Yan. Really good to see you today. Happy to be here. I bet you are. Yeah, and, and so am I. And um, we were just talking about the, um, the, the how things are in New York. It's very hot today, isn't it, of course? Yeah, it's hot today and uh, uh, still inside. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I think everybody started to slowly get back to normal enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've just been out and about today in, in Liverpool and um, very hot and, and it felt quite normal. People were sort of out and about with masks on, of course, but uh, we're starting to get back to normal, but it's going to take a long time, isn't it, really? But uh, we'll talk about that and the fallout from that and how we're, we're getting on a little bit later on. Because um, oh, that's so, a whole new <laughs> topic and episode series on its own. How are you doing? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it seems to be coming out quite strongly in this podcast because I think that um, the way, the positive ways, the creative ways in which people are dealing with the, with the fallout from the pandemic are really interesting to, to listen to and quite inspirational at times too because people have got such you know, amazing creative ideas um, to help them move forward. So um, and I think that you've already got those, which puts you in a really strong position, doesn't it? Yeah, or just the notion that, oh, good, I'm not the only one who's freaking out. <laughs> Everybody's freaking out too. So yeah, doing quite all right. Creative outlets-wise, yes. Uh, for me, I make videos. So hi everyone, Bunny Yen. Uh, I produce a fun series on IGTV based on, well, the main topic focus on sustainable fashion. So this is uh, the left side of fashion, isn't it really? So you, you're coming at it from, um, well, well, why the left side of fashion? I take it that means that you're coming at it from a sort of unusual angle. The left side of fashion actually has a couple of layers. <laughs> so like story has three sides you have the right the wrong and then you usually have the other side of the story that gets left out which is the factual or the insane or the crazy or um anything that usually don't make it into the fashion world it's like oh that's not just like styling people looking how pretty i am or what celebrity wear but uh what's behind why is your shirt white? Why is your shirt red? Mm. How come you're uh, never heard of fish leather or um, apple fabric? What's mm. that about? Wow. Fascinating side of the fashion that we usually don't get to see and experience. And that's what I'm excited about and want to share with everyone else. Mm. Do, do, you mind, do, do you mind if I ask you, tell me about fish leather and apple fabric as well? Oh, so fish leather, I actually know about it uh, when I was in China when I was a lot younger. I discovered again when I was in uh, traveling Iceland and they are leftover byproducts from the uh, fishing industry. Mm. You are going to eat the meat and most of the skin gets tossed. Not only does it create waste problem, methane, uh, make the environment a lot less desirable, but now you have a better trade that you can go along with these byproducts and can be sustainable on its own. 
-hmm. So making the fishing industry technically a circular model. So, I mean, obviously, what what I'm particularly interested in for the purpose of this podcast is the the educational um, strand that you have running through the left side of fashion. So, how you're looking to educate people about sustainability. So, tell us a bit about that, Bonnie. I started doing these videos beginning of last year, pretty much as an outlet for myself. Uh, formally, I am a sustainable marketing advisor to brands, and I do go to a lot of uh, sustainability conferences, I do talks, uh, workshops, and then the more you attending these events, you realize you're preaching to the choir. Everybody around you have seen the same faces before, these are people who've been into sustainability for a long time, and the ratio of newbies, even though there are more and more. It's just not growing fast enough. Mm. And for me, um, I am very hyper, I'm loud, I'm colorful, uh, and it's not a usual persona that fits a sustainability expert. Mm. And to fit into that world, I often have to dress like everyone else, just so I don't have to fight so hard in the beginning mm. to get mis. Uh, took as an intern and I started the video um, as an outlet for myself to go you know what I don't see sustainability as this boring long and often guilt-filled topic that we're not saving the whale fast enough we're not consuming uh, um, in a restrained manner Uh, we're killing earth it's just a lot of blame on already stressful life Mm. So I want to share the fun part, the exciting part, and often I slide these uh, tidbits in that will make your life easier instead of saying that, oh, you do that will benefit the world. No, you do that will benefit you. And if the outcome of you doing that make yourself happy, benefit the world, great. That's win-win situation. Yeah, so, so I mean, that's really interesting because that I think that um, when the narrative is, is negative, when it's all about blaming, you know, you and your habits, then people turn to an, an alternative narrative, don't they? And that's when people start to become climate change deniers, for example. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, so if you make it about me, 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 then uh, people might be a bit more uh, positive about it. Oh, the, the audio was cutting off a little. Um, oh, yes, uh, we pretty much, like, uh, all like children we have similar habits if somebody tell you no you're bad don't do something you're gonna have that in a child going "Ah, who are you to telling me what to do i am the type like that if you tell me don't touch that button uh i will freaking press the hell out of the button just because i don't like to be told not to do but if i have a friendly voice and tell you like hey by the way if you uh don't touch the button you will get a bowl of ice cream. Like, okay, I like ice cream. Yeah, mm-hmm. great. You know, it, it's it's really showing also the vulnerability side of yourself that we are not perfect. There are so much stuff to improve, but here are some of the stuff that's already out there that's great. How about we start showing some interest to the great stuff? I often am um, featuring different eco brands in my uh, short videos by always focusing on 
wide functionality wise style wise that they are superior product mm. and at the end i go okay and on top of that it's xyz sustainable because or i just don't mention it at all because they stand along a great product well let's talk about bunny and the brand then now <laughs> increasing number of educators as you may have noticed are, are presenting themselves as a brand aren't they they're, they're branding themselves and, uh, and and they are very much at the center of that but um Really, I want to think about you know you as a role model, really, and, and think about some how young people who would like to get involved in, in being a, an influencer or you know a YouTuber or whatever they want to call it. Uh, what kind of challenges are there? And um, and you know when you wake up in the morning, you don't wake up and think, uh, "Hey, I'm Bunny, I'm a, I'm a YouTuber, I'm an inf- I'm a, I make fun videos." There's so much hard work that goes into that. So break that down a little bit. This is the era of storyteller for sure. Um, and I didn't really realize that, that I've been loving telling stories ever since I was little. Uh, I remember taking bull rides in China. I was born in China, um, in Shanghai. Uh, and back then, um, a couple of states you have to get to, you take a ferry that's lasting two days. And I would just tell stories to everybody in that same compartment and bunk, um, I don't even remember what kind of stories, but the, those kind of flashback uh, one day got me going like, oh, I always like telling stories. Mm-hmm. And um, not until I was able to go through a business incubator that uh, my investor at the time tell me that makes a great salesperson. Then I put two and two together. Like marketing is not just about, I want you to see my point to sell you stuff. It's about telling that story that somebody else can resonate with and find the common ground and find the value that they share as well. Um, For me, the whole influence other people who do the same, um, I am still in the learning process myself, how this whole influencer world work when number counting it's not unimportant it is not the most important but it's definitely up there to how to get your message out to more people doesn't matter how good it is i always say marketing uh uh, with good marketing you can sell a shitty product but without good marketing you can't push a good product Mm -hmm. it just because not enough people know about you Mm -hmm. and passing the torch along i started a new segment for left of fashion called hashtag eco af i don't know if you want to bleep out stuff that's why i didn't say it um i pretty much invite students from around the world to share their kick-ass eco projects that came about uh because another inspiration from attending a conference when we're talking about gen z is the one that the the generation that's going to save us and i look around the zoom room (laughs) and uh there's no Gen Z there. There's no students. Mm-hmm. And we're pretty much everybody just talking about them. We're not talking about their projects. We're not inviting them. So how is that passing the torch and saying that they're going to save the world if we don't even work with them? Yeah. And yes, they are new. They are uh, their invention or whatever they come up with is at a baby stage. Mm-hmm. So they would not have the followers uh, or the recognition that normally would, but somebody needs to give them the stage. So I started interviewing 
students from around the world starting a segment. So far, it's really new. Um, I, I interview a pair of students from uh, Central St. Martin and uh, another pair from Turkey. They use uh, food waste as a, a fabric dye and start their collection. And I just did one from my alma mater, FIT, that he did a zero waste fashion show for zero dollars. Uh, and next one is going to be uh, tomorrow, how to do luxury fashion eco, which is a big topic right now, like luxury burning all the uh, leftover bags, all the news and all the press. Yeah, there are ways. So I'm very fascinated by all these students and you have flashback from your school time. <laughs> yes. And what would you, what would you change about your experience at school then if you, if you could go back Nothing. all over again? Nothing. Wow. Because that's what makes you you. Yeah. Everything you experience, everything that you achieved or not yet achieved mm. is part of your journey yeah. and yes have a lot of things that didn't work out mm. but that's the next step that you figure out what will work out yeah so I, I feel like we are the older we get we get more fear mm -hmm. of not trying <clears throat> we have more things that we want to protect and scared of losing mm. or not voice or just not having a conflict so you no longer have that edge when you are students, when you have like filled with hormones and just want to go after it, that kind of energy starts to deplete. Mm. And I am rediscovering little by little that energy and go like, Hey, look, we're in COVID. We stuck inside. We make things work. Yes. It will be tougher. Yes. It's different. Yes. It's bringing out your comfort zone, but then what else are you going to do other than going after what, essentially makes you happy mm, that's right and now's the time to actually connect with that uh, which people haven't had a chance to do for, for so long um and think, thinking about the, the you know is if fair i don't want to put a label on you but but if you are a role model you know you're you're presenting yourself as a role model to younger people um how do you get from how you get up in the morning to these colorful energetic videos so these they're great videos by the way anybody who hasn't seen they really should see them so they, they um they're so energetic and fun and out there and uh, experimental and uh, there's so much effort that goes into them but uh how do you get from the way that humans wake up in the morning and those videos um so my series on instagram anybody want to check it out at so bunny so it's s-o-o-o -O -O bunny three o's in the middle um I actually like creative writing a lot and I've been having those ideas, funny skits, and uh, I see a different thing and different imagery uh, when I hear um, serious topics. It's just a mechanism that I want to make it fun in my own head to make it more powerful and able to absorb the knowledge. This is just me trying to visualize what I'm already picture in my head. Um, I don't know how exactly the process to get there, but it's usually zero to 60 as soon as I wake up. I will have random thoughts that I like to jot down. And it's just throughout the day, I will see something and just go like, huh, we're not wearing underwear as much right now. Why is that? When do we start wearing underwears? <laughs> Who started this trend? Yeah. Um, same thing with like colors, 
why is this season color orange? Who says so? Um, T-shirts, how come is that shape? Like, uh, there are so many different history stories behind that, the way we do stuff now. And if you look into it, a lot of them are very inspirational that can be combined with a modern knowledge and put them together. Uh, and I don't, I see myself as a fashion edutainer. I don't really... Like when I trying to say role model, I giggle in my own head because just like I still see myself a giant kid, mm. and I think I always see myself as giant kid. Um, but I think because I make things that makes me happy, it shows. Mm. So that energy pretty much uh, motivate others mm. to see things differently and try something that would make them happy, not necessarily just go after followers or go after fame but at least start that one outlet that you enjoy and then little by little if that thing can grow great if it stay as a hobby good not everything needs that giant purpose at the end the purpose itself can just be that makes me happy mm. baking cooking gardening gardening is not really my thing i tried it i would do it but um, I don't like bugs. Bugs is not, yeah. Uh, yeah. So city girl. Mm. Yeah, we like things to be sanitized, don't we, in, in cities. Um, but I sense that there's some some takeaway. I don't want to twist your words, of course, but if there was a uh, takeaway message about what you do, it would be two things that I can I can I can see. So one of them is don't be afraid to be spontaneous. So spontaneity seems to be key to what you do. And secondly. Be curious. Be curious about everything. Always, always sort of um, pull back the curtain and, and you know, keep on pushing those buttons that you aren't meant to touch and, and things like that. Be inquisitive. Yes. Yeah. Pretty much, it, it can be some of the, those things. And, and uh, a lot of time, it's just like we have our own inner critic that telling us no to things. What will people think? What if it failed? What if you started and putting your best and it's not as good as others? We compare ourselves constantly. And it, yes, it's really hard to just go, you know what, I'm just gonna start. So what, it's bad. I enjoy it. Um, and I see a, a lot of time people stopping themselves because they don't think they can be the best at that thing. So what? Then if you start, you will be already better than yourself at that thing when you first started. Yeah, and, and I'm thinking back to something you said before about the, the, the way that people can have an obsession with followers, not numbers of followers, which is a very crude metric anyway, isn't it? But I, th I, I sense, I don't know what you think, that, that when people are obsessed with the number of followers that they have on, on Instagram or whatever, that they, they think that the people who have the more followers, the followers are better than them, so therefore they can never be as good as they are. So I know sense of value yeah yeah these day and age with social media uh, we do tie up that number to what people think we're worth mm -hmm. instead of seeing the quality of the relationship you actually build up mm -hmm. if you have like thousands uh, millions of followers that they only follow you because other people think you're famous mm -hmm. and you actually don't have connection to all of them that is a very empty life. Mm. You might see the glitz and glamour and that, that's very misleading. Just look at your own life. The things that you put on Instagram or post, like most of us tweak a little lighting, edit it, because it just looks flattering as a picture mm. on there. 
real life is very uh, colorful and fascinating. Mm. Your interaction with your friends, your partner, your um, parents, uh, kids, these are fascinating things to be treasured. And if it's shared with somebody else that resonate the same feeling, great. But if you just want that number, it buy it if that's the only thing that's gonna make you happy. But it's just gonna be empty. Yep, you can buy. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I see so many people going like, you know, oh, how can you be sad? You know, have celebrity life, whoever. Money does not equal to happiness. Can it buy you the things that you want? Sure. At the end of the day, it's really your self value that's gonna tell you if I'm happy today or not. Mm. With a jet, without a jet, can travel anywhere, cannot travel anywhere. Like, appreciate the things that you have done for you. It, it, like three years ago, this is not how it will sound. I'm very much not the touchy-feely type. And I pretty much write off everything like that to be hippie-like. I'm just like, no, I'm not talking about feelings. Uh, then uh, a little by little, you, you realize opening up is scary. But as soon as you start opening up, you start seeing other people open up as well. And just like, okay, it's, you don't have to be so guarded and so scared. Because that's also being scared, mm. like not wanting to share feelings because there are points in our life, uh, in our trauma that hurts. Mm. And yeah, yeah. And, and these are things that can crush your spontaneity as well, can't they? That, that fear of what other people might think and that they, they will judge you and, and judge you negatively. And that can make mm. people feel that they can't be spontaneous. Mm. And you're in Britain, so you will know all about that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yes. Yeah. We're British reserve. Yeah. There was literally a whole series on that, uh, on uh, a white British. It was so funny, too. I can't remember the title. It's on Netflix. How British get to being so conservative. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, that, that's right. And uh, I think that, that that's why we like alcohol so much, isn't it, really? Because it gives people license to behave in whichever way they want. <laughs> exactly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So make your life your own alcohol and bring yourself out even without the helping of ethanol. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> this thing that kills you very slowly, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, one more thing is that you know, you have so much variety in, in your life, which I think from the outside looks quite enviable. So, you know, good, good for you. But what would you like to do more of then what, what, that you don't really have the time to do, the thing that you enjoy doing the, the, the most? Um, I was very lucky that I was able to travel heck a lot right before COVID. Hmm. I went to Southeast Asia and I went to... Uh, Germany, I visit Copenhagen, I went to Prague, you know, and at the end I was like, okay, it's good to finally get back to um, my own place and not living out of suitcase for a bit. But definitely with good weather, heat, beach, um, these travel bugs do come back. Uh, I do would like to travel more soon. But it's really not stopping me. Now with me making videos and trying to uh, work out the entertainment world, it's very different from the fashion and sustainability world. And it's a lot harder to get into a new industry during COVID because you can't go to network meetings. You can't chat with people randomly. It's not like 
you know, there's like a Zoom roulette. And she's like, hey, will you working at home? It would just be a bit creepy, you know, and I'm pretty much sure that people are not going to use it for work. It's going to be something else. Uh, um, yeah, uh, I've just been learning and trying to see exactly how I want to take this uh, edutainment angle. Mm. Yeah. Okay, right. And that was, a, well, it will remain a mystery to an extent, but of course, you, uh, I think you can sense elements of the direction that you're, you're moving into, you know, the, that, that blend of education and, uh, and, and edu sorry, edutainment and, uh, and fashion and sustainability. Oh, all good. And I didn't make up that word. Uh, I thought about that word. Then I looked it up and somebody already said it because I seen it somewhere else. I'm like, I love that word. Yeah. I'm using it. Edutainment is perfect, you know. Well, maybe that's the thing you need to do, invent a new word. Maybe that's the... I just think meant. Yeah. Oh, yeah, somebody else did that already, too. There's a, a, a book out. Um, uh, what's her name? Uh, oh, I forgot. It's Emotion Dictionary. So she keep on putting two words together because she couldn't find the right word. It's uh -huh. great. Not that I'm saying I don't want to do it because somebody else did it already. Mm. It just, that's not where my passion lies. That's not mm. something that gets me excited in the morning going like, ooh, next episode's going to be about underwear, you know? I actually get really excited and going like, mm, what should I put? What should I wear? What should I find out? Mm. And that's my own little stage. And uh, pretty much since I do everything vertical, I edit everything on my phone. I do understand we should take time away from our phone being on the screen so much. It's just that that you need to move around too. So I do try to move around. I do trying to exercise, um, uh, trying to take short walks outside, mask on, of course, but I edit, write, um, film everything on my phone. So like the first thing I do out of bed will be grabbing my phone and taking yeah. down notes so it can be out of my system so my head can be clear. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, so, and that's so important, isn't it, really? Because you, you don't want to lose these great ideas that you have in the morning. It's not that. It, oh. It's so, it won't bug me. Yeah, yeah, then yeah. they keep on, like, refresh in your head, mm. and then you can't concentrate on anything else without that extra annoyance in your head. Mm. So if I wrote, write that down already, you can go, okay, it's noticed somewhere. Mm. I don't have to keep on thinking about it. Yeah. What's the next thing? Yes, it's filed, mm. is it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm quite ADHD on that. Yeah. Not not medicated because I, I, at this moment, I can still able to control it without affecting my life in a really like disastrous way. Mm. So I, I prefer not to try meds if it's not to the crucial point. Mm, okay, so you won't be reaching for the Ritalin just just yet then. No, no, not yet, not yet, not yet. Yeah, good, good to hear. Um, well, thank you so much, Bunny. That's, that's, that's great. I mean, th that was very entertaining. Not quite as entertaining as your videos, but th they are particularly entertaining. So um, I'm really grateful. In fact, I'm so grateful I'm going to give you the gift of a word um, that you can have on me for free. Sustainment. How about that? You can have that one. S sustainment? Sustainment. Right, entertainment and sustainability. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I like that piece. You can have that one for free. Oh, thank you. Good gift. Zoom gift. <laughs> so thank Please you. Very, the day. <laughs> that's right, and, um, and we will stay in touch, won't we? And uh, and I'll keep on watching your videos and, and getting some uh, some ideas, which which are you know years ahead of their time. This, this kind of thing should have been happening 
years ago, but it, but it's but it's still out of its time at the same time. So um, so keep doing what you're doing. I love it. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you for supporting, and thank you for everybody listening. And uh, yeah, hit me up if you ever want to uh, know more of these fascinating thing about uh, fashion sustainability. I am always there on Instagram, Sally. <laughs> so DM me at so bunny s o o o bunny. Okay, yeah, and you do respond to DMs apart from creepy ones. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> keep the creepy ones to yourself, please. Thank you very much. <laughs> My DM appreciate that. <laughs> right, thank you so much. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see you, we'll speak again soon, I hope. Thanks, Pete. Bye. Bye-bye. Wasn't she amazing? If you thought she was amazing like I did, please check out our videos on So Bunny on Instagram and of course on YouTube and on her website, The Left Side of Fashion. That's it for this week. Thanks a lot for listening and please take care of yourself. See you later.